This is an SJC Radio production. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Pit Stop with Mr. Bird on SJC Radio. Uh, welcome to uh, episode nine uh, of uh, series two of Pit Stop, uh, joined at present by Joe and Ed. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, and we're expecting Max to join us uh, at uh, at some time. At some time, rather. Um, Joe, I, I, I almost feel like apologising uh to, to start with for that terrible joke you you uh, told last week um i really enjoyed it. i really and the people i spoke to they found it funny as well so well i know i didn't enjoy sorry but <laughs> I, I was looking at the viewing figures and it was it what was good joe is there wasn't a massive drop off when, when you told that joke it so, wasn't bad it wasn't bad it, it, it was terrible I, I think actually what went down really well and I, I did play this to some people at school was uh the sound effects I put afterwards I think that's what probably kept the listening the listeners tuned in um so there aren't any uh, there aren't any penguin jokes today or jokes in fact well it doesn't matter because if you tell a terrible joke it's an opportunity for me to use those sound effects um <laughs> You do realise that if I tell a joke, there'll be a huge amount of laughter uh, because yeah, of course I'm, you've got liberties with editing. I think. Well, that's right. That's right. If, if you're doing the editing, you're basically in control. So I'm afraid to say, Joe, nobody will laugh at your jokes, and they will always laugh you're at my you're jokes. You can horribly set me up. You can horribly set me up. <laughs> um, now, in turn, we'll come on to the testing news in a minute because you're going to be all over that, I'm sure. Uh, there have been two uh, rather sad items uh, of news this week. Um, first of all is the death of uh, Murray Walker. We mentioned him a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? Um, who died Who died uh, at the age of uh, 97. So that's obviously uh, that's obviously very sad. Um, and any sort of thoughts about that at all? Well, it's obviously, as you said, but yeah, very, very very sad he was such a legendary very figure in, in f1 he was you know i, I was um talking to, my, to, talking to my brother uh, the other day uh, and we we agreed that for us that the, the pinnacle of motorsport commentary was in the the 1980s sorry again i, I know i go on about the 1980s but um we had the 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 combination of murray walker and james hunt as commentators uh, as a team, they were they were fantastic. And my brother was saying, when when he looks back, when when he thinks back, uh, um, uh, thinks back upon sort of previous Formula One seasons, uh, his sort of favourite memories are sort of I don't know tuning in to uh, I don't know the highlights on BBC Two at ten o'clock on a Sunday night. You'll have the pitch. Maybe it would be, it would be from um, Rio or, or Kyle Army. The picture quality would be poor. The, the sound would be very crackly uh, and then you'd hear the voices of James Hunt and, and Mike Walker. And um, yeah, we we, we, we we just feel that that was motorsports coverage at its very best. Um, I've got I've got some in this obituary of as we know, Mike Walker obviously was a was a brilliant commentator. He was quite well known for, for, for making lots of uh, rather funny uh, mistakes. And I've got one here. This is from the Telegraph. <laughs> 
Oh, this is from the Telegraph. I think we've just been joined by Max there. Hello, Max. Hello, sir. Uh, we, 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 we've started already, Max. Okie dokie. Good, good to have you on board. We're just talking about Murray Walker. And I was just going to read a, a, a quote here. This is one of his, um, one of the f funny things he said uh, whilst he was commentating. It's about Nigel Mansell. This is the quote. He says, Mansell is slowing it down. Definitely taking it easy. Oh, no, he isn't. It's a lap record. That's kind of the sort of thing that Murray Walker would say. Um, Very dry humour. Yes, I'm talking about, this is a quote from Murray Walker himself, talking about his mistakes. He said, I don't make mistakes. I make prophecies which immediately turn out to be wrong. <clears throat> so, I mean, very sad at the passing of Murray Walker, but, you know, he died at the age of 97. But that's a very good innings. Now, uh, another item of news, which I read today, I think is very, very sad. Uh, and this is the death of somebody called Sabine Schmidt. Now, you might not recognize that name straight away. But if I say, and I think you, you're going to know this person. Yeah, she was I, on I know. Top, she was on Top Lord Gear. Did you remember Ed? Yeah, she was on top, yeah Queen of the Nerve. Queen of Lord's Life. That's right. That's it. Yeah. Known as the, the Queen yeah. of the Nürburgring or, or the Nordschleifer. Uh, she was also I mean, she was a racing driver uh, and she competed in the Nürburgring 24 hours uh, on many occasions. As you say, she was an expert around that circuit. Didn't she beat um, old um, Clarkson? Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah, but I think she was very close. I think she was very well, but, close. But, but didn't she do that time in a van or something? That that was yeah. a bell. It was in a Ford Transit. I think she, she she was very close to beating Jeremy Clarkson in the Ford Transit. But but Clarkson wasn't driving a Ford Transit. He no. was driving some sort of uh, car, wasn't he? Yes. Um, I think. Which yeah, that's right. yeah, she was also, I think she was one of the presenters on, on the German version of Top Gear. Um, she, she, I mean, she must have been, I think, in her 40s. I think I think she died of cancer. I didn't know that, that, that she was unwell. So it was, a, it was actually this morning. It was the headline in the Daily Mail this morning. Um, yeah, so I, she's 51, I think so. 51. Well, that 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 that's that's still very young. I was quite shocked to read that, not, not knowing that, that she had been unwell. Um, so, yeah, it's a shame to start off with with. Um, such uh, sad news. Now, going to go over to you now, boys, because I know you are all over testing. Joe, you came up to me last week in the yard with your phone, uh, showing me some live testing from Bahrain. So um, let's go to Joe to just say a few things about testing. So uh, I've, I've put in the meeting chat there. I'm not sure if you can see that. And hopefully uh, you at Twitter will be able to see that. Just, just so you can go and see that whilst we talk about it. Our Twitter is at SJC Radio now, and it will also be under the hashtag of SJC Pit Stop. And on there, hopefully, there should be the F1 testing day three, uh, oh. the final classifications. Well done. Um, uh, Max Verstappen topping it off, but with uh, what you might notice is Mercedes so far down with Hamilton and P5, Valtteri Bottas in P6. Now, just looking around on social media, media in general, uh, I think most people believe that, you know, they are, to use the term, sandbagging. Yeah. You know, yeah. making their weight a lot lot heavier than they are, so they go slower. Yeah. Um, so I, I think they will be as well. I think, I think, I'm not, I think Red Bull have closed the gap, but I'm not sure they've closed the gap so much so that they are ahead of Mercedes. Yeah. Uh, one surprise there, though, is Yuki Tsunoda, the yeah. rookie in second place. But I sad uh, it was a great lap, but sadly I think I've seen some footage where he opens the DRS um, a couple hundred meters or something silly like that early. Uh, so okay. as soon as, soon as he rounds the corner, the DRS is open. So but that's not yeah. that not to take anything away from how good a lap the rest of the rest you know all the other sectors were. But yeah. I, I do believe that probably contributed a lot. Okay. And just uh, on the Mercedes thing, they have like they have a massive well not massive but they have history of sandbagging. I remember. It was 2019, uh, and from testing, everyone was like, Ferrari pretty much dominated testing that year, uh, and they were pretty much one-two pretty much every single session in testing. Uh, and then the first six races were all Mercedes one-twos. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you can't really, especially with Mercedes, you can't really predict how they're going to do from testing because they will. 
I think in Mercedes' whole dominance, they only topped the timesheets in pre-season testing, I think twice in their whole dominance. Yeah. Oh, really? I think that was 2015, 2020 uh, maybe. I want to say 2015. So, yeah. yeah, that's right. I mean, I, I can remember, you know, if I go back, when I was your age, I'm not going to say which year it was, when I was in year 10, um, I, I can remember... 2010, uh, yeah, it's probably around <laughs> there. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. I, I can, because now you're very lucky today in some respect, because you've got instant access, haven't you? I mean, you, you, you could watch live testing on your phones. Well, when yeah. I was your age, I was, I, I, well, I was very interested in the pre-season testing. Um, how, how did I sort of uh, keep track of testing? I think after breakfast at school, I would go to our school library where they'd have a copy of that week's autocar magazine. I go to the sports section and read the testing times there. Um, and, and that year, uh, pre-season testing was dominated by the Lotus Renaults. How many races did Lotus Renault win in that particular year? None. I also remember uh, pre-season testing 1991, going back to what you were saying, Ed, completely dominated by Ferrari. Everybody assumed that Ferrari was going to walk the championship. How many races did Ferrari win in 1991? Any ideas? I'll have a guess and say none. None. It was none. They, 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 it was one of their worst years ever. Um, so you can't, as you say, you can't read too much into winter testing. What I would say, though, is that the rules have been pretty stable for a while now. I do appreciate there was there's one little, Ed, are you aware of the slight, one very slight tweak this year? Ed, are you aware of what that is? Well, they've only got one like block of testing. Normally they have like two okay although that that's good actually that i think the the, the, the less testing the better i think there's it's to do with the um underbody of the of the cars that there's an area i think in front of the rear wheels as a triangular area which is not allowed to have any aerodynamic appendages or, or holes and uh, and what have you and i think mercedes was struggling with that uh, over the first couple of days but when you have rule stability what tends to happen is the field tends to bunch up a bit so uh it looks as if um, it, it might be a more competitive year. Anything else uh, about testing? Uh, maybe or about the cars, Max? Um, Max, you there? Yeah, I'm here, sir. Um, so you, I imagine you've seen quite a bit of testing uh, footage. W yeah. Which cars do you think look really good uh, in the flesh? See, I know Joe's going to give me the evils after say this, but yeah. I, I thought my camera was looking quite strong with Daniel Ricciardo topping... Uh, morning testing both days that he was out there. I'll tell you what, I thought, because we're, we're talking mainly about colours, aren't we? Yeah, I, I do like, the McLaren looks good, doesn't it? Mm, yeah. That colour scheme oh. works. Yeah. One last thing as well. Yeah. Uh, Williams drove their test driver, Roy Nissany, the first day. Uh, and then the second day, uh, out of the three, they drove Nakedis Latifi. And on the third, uh, there was George Russell. So George Russell only actually had one day in the car, but still managed to came uh, to become sick fastest. That's ahead of Daniel Ricciardo, Sergio Perez, Charles Leclerc, Gasly, Bottas. Now, obviously, there could be different fuel loads. We don't know that. But the tyre compound is largely similar. So, that, so that's something that's, that's quite interesting. So maybe a step forward in performance from uh, Williams. So based on what you've seen from, from testing... Uh, let's go to Ed. So come the mm -hmm. first race, Ed, which yeah. team is likely to sort of um, maybe spring a surprise perhaps or, or do much better than last year? Anybody stand out for you? I think, as Max said, I think uh, McLaren will be a lot stronger than they were last year, yeah. uh, perhaps pushing Rebel and Mercedes a bit more, uh, which is obviously good for me. Uh, yeah. But then I think also um, the Aston Martin guys, I think they're looking okay um yeah. yeah i think as we alluded to earlier i think yeah it's going to be a lot bunched up than last year i'll tell you what is, yeah alpine look quite strong as well they all as you say they're, yeah. they're all, the midfield is going to be very very competitive they're, they're, there's no and doubt so about. alpha tari you know they're looking like they could potentially yeah. challenge uh the like higher midfield people as well going so, going, yeah, going back to sort of color schemes and what looks good having seen that alpha tari i was watching the youtube highlights of testing the Alpha Tauri colour scheme, yeah, I really, really like it actually. Um, yeah, I think it might even From look better. Front. From the front, look better than last year's. 
I, I just think it looks really, really good. Uh, any other last comments on on testing at all? Uh, I mean, Max, let's go to you, Max. Yeah. Were, were you were you all over testing? Were you following it on your phone or what have you? Or? I watched it pretty much the whole of Friday. Really? Uh, out oh. of lessons. Out of lessons. Oh. <laughs> on a Friday. On a last Friday. So you mean in between lessons? Yes. Right. And, and also uh, on Saturday. I didn't really watch it on Sunday. Yeah. Um, because I was busy, but I watched it on Friday in between lessons, of course, after history and um, Saturday. That's good. Is it? Gosh, so you, you watched an awful lot of it then. Yeah, I got a little bit of the same. <laughs> what, what about you, Ed? How much did you watch of the testing? Well, I couldn't watch it live, um, no. obviously, because we were at school. But also, I don't have uh, Sky, but I made sure that I was watching the highlights in the evening. Oh, the highlights? That what, Would that be on YouTube? Yeah. 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 And what about, I mean, Joe, I, I, you were all over it because you, you came up to me in the morning, yeah. of course. I think I watched a good 75% of stuff. Really? I, I watched I watched in between lessons and sort of sort of during breaks and stuff on a Friday. And then on Saturday and Sunday, I just casually watched it, you know, whilst doing some work or whilst eating or whatever. That's, that's really good. Yeah. And, yeah. And the testing's now over and it's now just two weeks, am I right? Two weeks before the first race. Yeah, it's the 28th, I believe. Yeah, so that's probably the yeah, Sunday 20. after we break up, I think. Hold on. No, no, no it's, uh, it, it might well be. I'm sort of losing track of, of time here. Right, okay. Uh, we're going to move on. Now, we, we have decided we're not going to do the A to Z because Q is impossible, basically. Um, but what I've decided to do is I haven't abandoned the alphabet what I'm going to do is we're going to play, listen to this, folks, bunch of fives, slightly different this week. You're going to have one minute and I'm going to give you a letter and you just got to say you've got to give me five motorsport related words starting with that letter. Once you got that group of five, I've got more letters lined up. If you're stuck and you can't think of five um, motorsport related words starting with that letter, you can say pass. I'll move on to the next letter. I've got everything set up. I've just got to now get my timer on. So I, mean, I was thinking about this and it sounds easy, but I think under pressure, I think it's it's going to be quite difficult. Um, I've got a feeling I'm going to struggle with this. Yeah, I, funny enough, because I, yeah, I think it's going to be more difficult. It sounds easy, but actually almost when, when, when you've got too much choice, it, 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 it Bizarrely, it can be a bit more difficult. Right, I'm just getting my stopwatch sorted out. Here we go. Uh, countdown, and we're doing 60 seconds. Yeah, so that sets. Okay, so I'm, I'm st okay. So I'm going to go first of all with. Let me just get my word document is there. Good. Let's just shove my stopwatch over there. So I'm just getting my screen sorted here. Right, okay. Um, I'm going to go with you first, Ed. So when I first say the first letter, it's five motorsport-related motorsport items starting with that letter. If you get stuck, you can just say pass. I've got loads of letters um, lined up, Ed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to start with you, Ed. Uh, mm -hmm. Five um, items starting with the letter E. Um, Emerson Fittipaldi. Yeah. Uh, e. Uh, you can pass. Yeah, pass. That's hard. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, uh, Radion. Yes. Uh, Ralph Schumacher. Yeah. Um. Rear wing. Yes. Uh. uh oh, this is hard, isn't it? I know. I know. Uh, Got 25 I'm going to have to pass. Oh. Oh. Um. Oh. Um. Pass again. Uh, P. Uh. Pascal Verline. Uh, yeah. I say Pagani. They're a car brand. Uh. Yeah. You timed out. That well, is very As, as I suspected. As I suspected, it, it yeah, it was difficult. Right, okay, so unfortunately, no bunch of fives there. You're going to kick yourself with R, um, Ed. Yeah, I know I am. Oh, you're, uh, Ricardo, for a start. 
course. Was it without George Russell? Right, yes. Right, um, Joe, you're on next. Okay. Uh, so, Joe, uh, 60 seconds. Your first bunch of five will be the letter S. Uh, Swiss GP. Uh, that there's Formula E one. I'll, I'll um, like Sergio Perez. Yeah. Spa Francochamps. Yeah. Um, God. Um, Three. Forty seconds pass. to go. Pass. Okay, D. Um. God, this is difficult. Pass. I pass. Uh, okay, uh, F. Thirty seconds. Uh, can we put the Francochamps bit? Um. Uh, 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 no. No. Ferrari, Ferrari. Yes. Um, Twenty seconds. Gordon Bennett. Um, well, no. That starts with G. No, We've no, got, pass. Uh, G. Nine seconds. Um, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> okay, are you gonna pass? Yeah, I'll pass. Yeah, nine. Right. You're going to kick yourself on some of those. Uh, let's have a think. Formula One for F? Yes, Formula One. You, I guess oh, that's you could easy. Formula One for F. I probably would have yeah. disallowed that, actually. Right, Max, you've got nothing to beat, Max. <laughs> the worst you can do is draw, Max. Max, you can laugh. It's a lot easier yeah, than you. Sure. Right, Max. <laughs> Here we go, your 60 second starts. You start with the letter L. L? L. Um, Latifi? Yes. Um, Pass. Okay, C. C. Um, Claire Williams? Yes. Does that count? Um, It does. 40 seconds. Christian Horner? Yes. Um, C, 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 C. Pass. Uh, B. B. Uh, Red Bull. Bull. No. Oh, no. Uh, B. 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 Uh, break. Yes. Breaking zone. Well, I'll give you that. But that I'll that's give you that, yeah. Fifteen uh, seconds. Brendan Hartley. Yes. Um. Ten seconds. Bottas. Battery Bottas. Yes. One yes. more B and one. Oh, one more pass. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, N. Yeah, one more B to go. N. N. Um. Pass is gone. Ah. Oh. You, you, you bailed out on four Bs and you had ten seconds. You had one more to go and well, you passed. I still <laughs> don't know an N. I still don't know an N. Uh, uh, what? Any other Bs you can think of, people? Any other Bs? Um. Burger. Get hot burger. Yes, of course. Burger. It's probably uh, hundreds well. actually. Burger. Um. So Max. Of an M. Well, well, I find that surprising. You know, you've got Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen. Oh, no, it was, no, it was an M. Stop rubbing it in. Stop rubbing it's it in. It's an M, go. actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, midweek motorsport. That's a good M. Yes, yeah. that would work. It would. It would. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, going back to D, Joe, DRS. You never said DRS. Or ERS, Ed. You could have had ERS. Oh, yes, you could have. In fact, I think Ed's even mentioned DRS earlier. Right. Yeah. Well, okay, that was. A, I'll tell you what. Although that was difficult, probably easier than trying to do Q for uh, A to Z. I, I knew that would be very hard. Um, but uh, Max, you were so close to uh, getting a win there. But uh, you had one more B to get. Next time. Uh, so next it's funny how your mind goes completely blank, doesn't it? Uh, under yeah. under pressure. And when you're not under pressure, you get all the ideas. Exactly. Yeah, Joe. I, I looking. On the schedule, I think it's it's you and your fact of the week up next. Oh, Joe. Okay. Good, good, good. So I, I've had one. I was I was listening during testing, and uh, th- this one is about Alpha Tower. You saying how much you like that livery? Nice livery, yeah, yeah. So uh, they have they're a very young team. Obviously, just been uh, bought by uh, well, not just, but they have been bought by Red Bull and renamed from Toro Rosso, which means Red Bull in Italian. Um, to Alpha Tauri, which is Red Bull's clothing brand, so to, to promote oh, that. I, I didn't know that. I, didn't, I knew it was a, a clothing brand. I didn't know it was owned by Red Bull. 
It was Red Bull's clothing brand. Yes. Uh, the average age within that team, so everyone would be including it, including Franz Toss, the average age is 32. Is that all? And everyone within the team has been vaccinated against COVID-19. Thank you to the, uh, they said, thank you to the Bahrain Health uh, Association, which got that sorted. So average age of 32 and everyone within the team has had at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. That's very good. That's, That's very my good. fact of the week. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, that, God, that is very young, isn't it? So the, so the management's obviously young as well then, aren't they? Well, I mean, yeah, Franz Toss must have struck that up a bit as well. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. OK, um, Ed, I think it's it's over to you, Ed, I think. OK, right. Um, right, so our first clue. At the age of five, I took karate classes so I could defend myself from bullies at school. That's interesting. Can't be Daniel Ricardo. He's too cool to be bullied. Wait, is this uh, a person? Obscure uh, clues this week. Well, well, yes, yes well, it's a person, Matt. It's not likely to be a team. Well, it's not like principal. Is it a driver? Sorry, is it a oh, driver? Right, I can say it has to be a person, right? Well, uh, well yeah, Ed, Ed might come on to that. So we've got nothing on the first one. His dad got him a radio-controlled car, and that's what inspired him to get right. into. I'm not going to say the answer, but I think I know the answer now. So I'll, I'll tell you later when I got it right, Ed. I think I know the answer. I, have, I, don't, I don't know it, but I have, I have a rough idea. Um, Can I actually, explain my reasoning? Um, Ed, I, I'm not going to give an answer here, mm-hmm. but can you answer this question? Did he appear on Blue Peter when he was very young? Uh, he might have done. Okay. I know who it is. I'll give you an answer to that. Matt? I don't know who it is now. Is it Lewis Hamilton? Yeah, it is. Well done. Yeah, that, that's who I was thinking Sir of. Sir gave oh. that away for me. Thank oh, you. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry about that, Ed. Oh, I don't that. mind. I don't mind. I've got oh, a win. What were the other clues, Ed? What were the other clues? Other clues. Um, he's the youngest driver ever to get a contract from an F1 team. And oh. I was just wondering, do anyone, any of you know how, well, young he was? Oh, so you got a contract, obviously, many years before you went into Formula One. Yeah. That was uh, McLaren, 11. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And how old do you think he was? 11. I'm going to go for 10. He was 13. I'm going for 13. Oh. 13. Oh. Right. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And so then... he, he was very lucky, wasn't he? At a very, very early age, he got picked up by McLaren. And yeah. without that McLaren's support... I can he guarantee well, he wouldn't be he wouldn't he wouldn't be in Formula One. In fact, he, he probably wouldn't have got beyond karting in all fairness, uh, yeah. because because unfortunately, in motorsport is a sport which requires you oh, to have oh. huge amounts of money. I mean, Daddy has to be a multimillionaire really for you to get like Lando Norris. Yeah, well, like Lando Norris. And also, but but that that can also be um, you know that that can there's also as exceptions to the rule like Esteban Ocon who grew up in a caravan. Yeah. And just things like that, you know, it's really inspirational. Well, I've got a question there. Perhaps you can yeah. find this out for next week if you don't know already, Joe. But how does how did o- Ocon end up in Formula One if he came from sort of very humble beginnings? Interesting to know. A lot of sponsorships. Yeah, I just wonder how. Okay, well, it must have been a lot of sponsorship. Yeah. Um, what were the other clues, Ed? Uh, so in 2007, he sold his, I imagine, his car he used when he was uh, karting. For £42,100 and really? uh, donated the money all to charity. Sounds good. That is good. And any more clues? Um, that's pretty much it. All the others would have given it away. So, yeah, in the year 2014, he won BBC Sports Personality of the Year. He won it yeah, last yeah. well, didn't he? Yeah, uh, we, we definitely got it at that stage. Yeah. Can yeah, we just go yeah. back to, to my walker? We are saying talking about my walker earlier. And I was reading an article in the paper. Uh, Mike Walker was talking about uh, his favourite Grand Prix, and uh, one one of the I think it was his top ten or something. And one of his favourite races was the 2008 Brazilian Grand Prix. You know the one where Hamilton won it on the well, basically the last corner of the last lap, didn't he? Yeah. And can, carrying on with that theme of Mike Walker's favourite races. Um, 
there were a couple in the 80s the 82 monaco grand prix i've talked about that that's the one, the one where ricardo patrese won after having spun off and everybody else crashed or ran out of fuel the other grand prix from the 80s was the 87 british grand prix I, um, Ed, are you familiar with the 87 British Grand Prix? Um, not off the top of my head, but I'm sure he could re yeah, my No, name. we were minus 20. We were minus 19, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, but, but we do have YouTube, you see. So I recommend go on YouTube because it's one of the, it was the race where Nigel Mansell chased down, they're both in Williams, Hondas, uh, Mansell and Piquet. Uh, I think Mansell had an unexpected pit stop and he was about 50 seconds or something down on Piquet. And he chased him down and overtook him with a few laps to go. Uh, uh, a very famous move um, going into Stowe, where he sort of dodged to the left before taking him on the inside. Uh, I was on the exit of Stowe. I actually saw that overtaking manoeuvre. That, that's why I kind of mentioned it. Um, also, slightly bizarrely, my Walker's top, top 10 races, he mentions, I find it slightly odd, the 2014 Abu Dhabi uh, race. The one where um, Rosberg won the championship. I'm slightly surprised by that. I'm slightly surprised he would choose. 2014 wasn't a great season, was it really? Dominated by Mercedes, as most years are. But And Abu Dhabi, I, mean, I don't particularly like Abu Dhabi. Um, but I'm slightly surprised by that anyway. Right. Well, that was off a, something of a tangent. Um, oh, now. Oh, I think now. we can just skip this section. No, 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 no. This is good. Um, this is where we combine uh, Formula One knowledge, well, motor racing knowledge, with maths. Um, now, I'm not going to give you too much time in between clues because I don't, I don't want you obviously going on the internet and trying to find the answers. We don't want that. Um, so uh, I'm going to give you some motorsport clues, which will give you a number. And then you will then have to do some maths, either subtracting, dividing or multiplying to come up with a final number. Are you ready? You might want to get a pen and pencil out. Sorry, a, a pencil and a bit of paper out. Are you ready? I'm ready to be beaten. OK, Eddie, are you are you ready? Uh, yeah. Uh, Joe, are you ready? Yes, I am now. Yeah. Right. OK, so I, I'm not going to spend too long between it. I'm going to give you enough time to, to think a little bit and then write the number down, but not enough time to check on the Internet. OK, the first number I want you to write down. It's quite an easy start. The number of Formula One teams. What, currently? Yeah, the number of oh, okay. Formula One teams currently. I want you to add to that number the number of points you get for a win. Okay, so you, I, I now, the, the next thing I want you to do again, it's, it's addition max, so it's quite simple so far, Max, uh, maths wise. I want you to add to that number, Valentino Rossi's racing number, the number on Valentino Rossi's bike. We're now going to do some subtraction. I want you to subtract from your current total the number of times that Mazda has won Le Mans. So there might be a little bit of guesswork going on here. Now, Matt, Max, it could get tricky here now. I want you now to divide the number you've got. So your, your total number, I want you to divide that by the number of Istanbul Park's signature turn, that very fast uh, left-hander. I think they apex it three or four times. The turn hasn't got a name; it's just got a number. So you're going to you're going to divide the number you've got by uh, the number of Istanbul Park's signature turn. And the last bit of maths is subtraction. You're going to take away from your current total the number of points you would earn for a win in a Grand Prix uh, up to the 1990 season. And what you've got left is your final answer. Sorry, what was the last one again? 
The last one, so from your, your, your current total, you're going to subtract from that total the number of points you got for a win in Formula One um, up to 1990. So after 1990, they changed the number of points for a win. I am well off, I'm sure. Good, that. good. Well, what I like the first time I did this, I, I love the wide variety in answers. I, I thought that I found that quite amusing. So it's all about who can get closest to the answer. Now, I have checked this a few times. I really hope I've got my maths right. Um, it's slightly embarrassing if I haven't. But then again, I'm not a maths teacher, so it's not too embarrassing for me if I if I made a huge mistake. I'm a history teacher, so. Um, Okay, so I'm going to go with you, Max. What's your number, Max? 85.16666667. Okay, that's interesting, Max. Joe, what do you got? 85, I said, sir. Just 85. So I can be five more off. Okay, Joe, what do you got? Well, okay. Two. Two. And what have you got? I've got zero. Oh, so oh. Well, so we've got, I'll tell you who's won. So it's nearest wins. Uh, Ed, you're nearest. Yeah. Now, Mike? the answer is one. Now, I, I said think two I, as well. What's that? I said Joe said two as well. So, so it's a draw between me. Oh, no, no, sorry. That's right. Sorry. That's, hold on. Sorry, that, that's me being silly. Of course, it's a draw. You're both one. So I thought Joe was two out. He's only one out. It's a draw. Max. Yeah. Some way off there, Max. I'm going to go through the maths here. It all went uh, wrong for oh. me after Valentino Rossi. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. That's fair enough. Uh, okay. Of... Yeah, he's 46. But then yeah, the rest yeah. of them, I didn't know. Well, let's go through the answers. So, number of Formula One teams, Max? 20. No, it's 10. Oh, my gosh. I meant... Ah, <laughs> I did drivers. I did Right, drivers. so that's why you're so far out, Max. So... Yeah. Stop laughing, um, Joe. <laughs> plus the number of points for a win, Joe. Uh, 25. Which makes the ongoing total 35. Yeah. Plus Rossi's racing number, Ed. What's that? 46. Which gives us a total of? Uh, 81. Oh, Good. that's embarrassing. Subtract from that the number of times Mazda has won Le Mans. I said one for that. It was, it was one. Oh, so it I was his name. Oh, I did zero. I thought uh, it, was it, was, it was one. It was 1991. Unfortunately, I, d I wasn't at that race. I was there the previous year and I went the following year. I didn't go in 1991. Would you believe it? That's the biggest upset in, in Le Mans history because Mercedes were a shoe in to win that. And somehow Mazda did. So our ongoing total is 80. Divide by Istanbul Park signature turn. Max, what turn is that? I had no clue. I said 12. No. Uh, let's go to Joe. What turn is that? Turn eight or nine? It's turn eight. Turn eight. eight. Oh, I was going to say turn eight. So we divide. So, so I'm trying to make the math easy. Divide 80 by eight gives us 10. 10. And then you subtract. Ed, what's the number of points for a win up to 1990? Well, I said 10. But yeah, I'm I thought, yeah, it's nine. It's nine. Yeah. In fact, uh, in 1991, it went up to 10. And I don't know the year in which it went up from 10 to 25. Um well, I'll tell you what, apart from apart from Max, it's a bad luck, Max. You went wrong you went wrong early on there. In fact, you went wrong at the base start, Max. So it started off badly and sort of basically sort of got worse. Um but I'll tell you what, uh Ed and Joe being one out is uh very good because some of those questions are quite tricky. Uh, I'd like to remind you, I was only eighty five out. No, eighty four out. Eighty four. And had you not messed up with the with the f number of Formula One teams, I wouldn't been... be that far out. Well, you sort of still would have been some way out, Max. <laughs> now, um, so that that was very good. I try and come up with. So I'm not trying to alternate motorsport maths with only connect. So I have to try and come up with only connect question next week. Um, Max, have you been? Have you, have you been thinking about anything this week, Max? Um, I've been thinking whether Daniel Ricciardo's move to McLaren yeah. is a step forward in his career or a step back. Hold on. So let's think about where he was. Ooh. OK. Can you say a little bit about that? So I would say personally, when he was at Red Bull, that that was his best chance. It was. Since now, 
for the construct uh, for the drivers championship and I think going forward to McLaren might be his best chance of securing a drivers championship in the next well next few years. So, so you're saying that Ricardo moving move. from Renault to uh, McLaren, in, in your mind, that's a good move, and he, he, he could compete for for wins possibly in the future. Yeah, yeah, maybe wins regular podiums. Are you are you thinking podiums this year? Yeah, a few. I think. I hope. Yeah, I hope. I agree. Uh, Ed, what are your thoughts about Ricardo and McLaren? Um, well, I think, yeah, I, th- I agree with Max. This is definitely his best chance since his Red Bull days of winning uh, a, a driver's type, a title, especially with McLaren on the up. Um, there's not much else to be said about it, really. And McLaren are looking strong, aren't they? It's really good to see McLaren back after um, they had a few really bad years, didn't they? Uh, when they were with Honda, it didn't work out at all. Actually, yeah, funny, like funny enough, last Max, week still because of uh sidle isn't it well yeah a lot I, I think you're right you, you, you described him as, as was it a serial winner serial winner yeah i like that i like that ed funny enough max i i i meant to say at the beginning of the program because um we're aware that we have quite a few dutch podcast listeners um and i was i did look up during the week i thought it'd be quite nice to say something in dutch um i was going to say hello and welcome Max, do you know what hello and welcome is in Dutch? I think you probably do. Uh, hello? Yes. Welcome. Hello and welcome. Well, actually, <laughs> funny enough, Max, you're right. Hello and welcome is, well, it's pretty much what you, it's, it's, it's hello and welcome. And welcome. So I, oh, so I was well, quite close. So we should say, um, you can just you. down to bad sound quality. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 bad sound quality. That, that's why I didn't say it. It sounds the same as English. So what I thought I would do, I was on Google Translate and you can hear the, you can actually hear it being spoken. So I thought I'd say, try something a bit more complicated, like welcome to, uh, hello and welcome to our Dutch listeners. Um, I didn't do that because uh, basically it's impossible to say, even with the, the the sound, listening to how it's said, I thought there's no way in a million years I can possibly say that. That's impossible. Um, so well, there we go, people. Maybe a challenge for next week. Max, this could be your challenge, possibly. You could um, find. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it Google a go. Translate. I'll give it a go. I'm not very good at languages, yeah. but, but I will try. Do, you, do, you, do any of you do languages, by the way? Yeah. I think what I'm the only one that doesn't. And then I do. And you do French or Spanish? Both. Really? Ed does both. I do Spanish. Oh, hey, hey, Ed, we do have a French yeah. listener. Well, perhaps, Ed, your, your challenge next week, Ed, you come up for a, a welcome in French. Uh, Max, yeah. if you could go on Google Translate and try and find something Dutch. I would try that. Could, that would be rather good. And uh, Joe, well, we might have some Spanish radio listeners. We haven't got any Spanish Actually. podcast listeners, so maybe you can try something in Spanish. Um, now, we know that in, I think, the first priest in two weeks, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep, two so weeks. I, I think also yep. the first MotoGP is in two weeks. So everything is kicking off in two weeks' time. There is, however, a big event this weekend. It's round two of the IMSA Championship. You remember the first round at Daytona? Yeah. That amazing, incredibly exciting racing at Daytona. It's the second round of the championship this weekend. Now, people, if you... Now, the start time, gosh, what time does it start? Because it's difficult because this is Eastern time. It'll probably start around our time, around midday. If you go onto IMSA TV, hey, and guess who does the commentary on IMSA TV? A certain John, John Heinhoff, who's listened to one of our podcasts and recommended our show to the listeners of Midweek Motorsport. So you will hear Heinhoff if you tune into. Uh, IMSA TV on Saturday. The Sepping 12 Hours is one of the legendary races. Um, you know, in the sports car world, uh, we've got Le Mans obviously is the pinnacle. And second to Le Mans, you'd probably say it's it's probably Daytona or Sebring um, after that. Um, so, and if the racing is half as good 
as Daytona. I mean, I, I, I'm, I already think that Daytona is probably going to be the best race we're going to see all year. If the racing is, is half as good, it's going to be worth tuning in. Um, so that that's this weekend. Uh, but Joe and Ed, I, I can't find you're, you're sending me messages. I can't. My screen is so full of stuff. I can't find the chat. Ed, what were you trying to say just then? Oh, we're just, no, um, it's just me. Yes, we're just trying to start some stuff for later on in the show. Oh, well, 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 tell you what, I can go over to you now, actually. I can go over to you now because I, I'm done. So, Ed? Okay. Well, hand over to Joe. Okay, yeah. Joe then, Joe. We, we were talking about questions. So yeah. I've, I've got some lined up for Max okay. and uh, Ed here. Yeah, good. Um, so here we are. Actually, I also have one for you, sir. That's for oh, you good. as well. So all good, three good. of you under the wrath of questioning this week. Excellent. Me. Uh, so, Max, could I ask you to identify this track in wow. the um, in the meeting chat? Well, I want to have a look at this. Oh, oh that's Max. Fun. Here we go. Well done, Max. That's good. Yeah, that's very good, well Max. Well done. So I'm just getting up. On, on that subject, Joe, I was talking to a boy in my history class this morning, after the lesson, obviously, not during the lesson. And <laughs> uh, he said, oh, I've been to some Grand Prix. So I said, really? I said, which ones? He said, oh, I've been to uh, Monster and Spa. I said, where did you watch the uh, Belgian Grand Prix from? And oh, is it sort of the sort of curvy fast bit? Uh, it was a rouge, it turns out. Uh, so there we go. I, are you ready with your next question, Joe? Or, or am I going to have to yep. keep padding? So, yeah, okay. No, no, no. We've, we've got one here. This is for Ed. I'm keeping up the motorsport architecture theme. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I realise why you're doing this now. Ed, is it true that you want to be an architect? Yeah. Yeah, I only found out the other day. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Mrs. Puddock told me that. I, I had no, and I thought, well, that's why Joe's asking all these architecture questions. I'm sure <laughs> Joe mentioned it when we started. Uh, well, perhaps I wasn't listening. Perhaps I wasn't listening. <laughs> anyway, here we are. Uh, a keen eye like you, I reckon you'll be able to find them pretty easily. Oh, yeah, I know there's. Uh, that's Baku. Isn't it? it is. Yes. Well done. That, that that is a racetrack. I think I'd like to go go watch and see. I know. I just it, it has that draw to me. I, I quite like. Very fast for a street circuit, isn't it? It is. Yeah, and also the architecture is nice. I, I don't know. I think I just want to go to Baku in um in general. It looks like it does look like a very interesting city. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My fact. My not my fact. I'm used to saying my fact of the week. So my. <laughs> My uh, my question to you, sir, is yeah. uh, recently, uh, you know, Bernie uh, F- uh, owned uh, F1. Yeah. How much did it cost Liberty? So you, I, I'm expecting a guess here. How much oh, did it cost Liberty to buy it off him? So F1 is a franchise. Well, it's either a huge amount of money or one pound. <laughs> um, is it a trick question? Um, no, I've got, it's not. Um, I, I've got absolutely no idea. I think we'll have to have a guess at this and just see who's nearest. Yeah, I, I, we'll go I round. We'll know go where round. to start on. Okay, Ed. Then we'll go to you, Max, and then and then Mr. Bird. So I'll go last. Yeah. Um, I think it's a massive franchise, so it's going to be a massive sum of money. I'll say about eight hundred million. What's that 800 million? I, funny enough, I was going to say 500 million. I, I'll go 500 million max. I would say 750 million. Okay, so who's closest? Uh, whoever said the highest, because I'm sorry, but you're nowhere near. Really? 8 billion US dollars, which is 800,000 thousand. That, no, 8,000 million. 800,000 million. That, that, that's a lot. That, yeah, that wow, that that that's incredible. Yeah, there we are. I think that's uh, a bit more than a pound. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought it could be a trick question because sometimes these things are bought for a pound. Um, only uh, seven point nine billion off, sir. You're not that far off. I mean, <laughs> like, Red Bull bought Jaguar for a pound. Oh, there we 
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr. Bird. There's a few new things I want to make you aware of. We've got a new website, which you can find by going online to shows.acast.com forward slash pitstop, where you can also find links to our Twitter and uh, on the about page, more information about the hosts as well. We're also on lots more platforms in addition to where you're listening to us now. So we're now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and lots more, as well as TuneIn like we've been on since we started so head over to those platforms to subscribe on the most convenient one for you and find all our back catalogue of episodes to listen to again as well